It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And what is going on, everybody? My name is Arn Roy, and welcome back to the AKN Sports Podcast on this Wednesday, uh, August 10th, 2022. Now listen, man, last few days have been kind of busy, and there was a lot of stuff going on. Red Sox continuing to stink it up. We got Patriots football 24 hours from now. How about that? 24 hours from right now. We're going to be watching some Patriots football for the first time since they got their asses kicked by the Buffalo Bills in the wild card way back in January. I mean, I got to tell you, man, it's been seven months almost. Jesus, it's flown by fast. Wow. Seven months. And I've been doing this podcast for seven months as well. But, uh... Uh, I'm trying to think of, of, you know, what I'm planning on doing in terms of do I want to do like kind of like a pregame? Uh, do I want to talk about tomorrow's game today? Because, you know what? No, I'll do a pregame because I'm, I'll re- I normally record at 630, so I will do a uh, pregame. But before we get into that, I, I want to talk about the Red Sox because, you know, the Things didn't go well over the weekend, right? Things did not go well going over to Kansas City. And again, you have a little bit of time to redeem yourselves. Coming back home to Fenway, taking on the defending champion Braves. But yesterday was actually kind of an entertaining game. You can't go wrong with that. Um, So uh, yesterday, even though it was a pretty tight game, uh, the Red Sox did end up losing to the Braves yesterday. Jeez, my Wi-Fi sucks in this room. Uh, they ended up losing 9-7 to in extra innings yesterday in a really, really tight game. But once again, the pitching just got out of hand, right? The, the pitching was just an absolute mess. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the pitching was terrible. And there's a, there's a lot of entertaining plays that happened in this game. I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of entertaining plays. Uh, so let's start off with how it went scoring-wise. So it started off in the top of the first. And again... Rich Hill, I've gone over him many times already. In the top of the first, Austin Riley tripled to deep right, in which Ronald Acuna scored, put the put the Braves up one nothing. But then Christian Arroyo, who I got to tell you has been really really good recently at second base, hit a two run blast, four hundred and three feet to put the Sox up two to one. But then Austin Riley 
hit a two-run blast 426 feet to put the Braves up 3-2. to two. But then, and then Wilson Contreras tripled to, to, to deep right. Oh, no, sorry, different Contreras. Tripled to deep right center in which Matt Olson scored, put the Braves up 4-2. to two. But then Tommy Pham hit a home run. So Tommy Pham hit his first Red Sox home run at home, quote-unquote, a solo shot, 416 feet, to cut it to a one-run deficit. And then Christian Arroyo doubled to right, in which uh, Verdugo scored, tied it at four, and then Jaron Duran hit a homer. So Jaron Duran hit his third homer of the season, 400 feet, solo shot. Sox were up five to four. But then Harris doubled to deep center, in which Arcia scored, tied it at five. And then Dansby Swanson doubled to, to right center, which Ronald Acuna scored, put the Braves up six to five. But then J.D. singled to center, which Bogart scored, tied it at 6. And then the extra innings in the top of the 10th, uh, Arcia doubled to left, in which Rosario scored. And that put the Braves back up 7-6. But then J.D. had a sacrifice fly to center, in which Bogart scored, tied it at 7. But this was kind of the play of the game when Austin Riley singled to left, in which Harris and Acuna scored in the top of the 11th and put the Braves up 9-7. And that's when Ronald Acuna made that crazy diving play at home uh, to kind of put that two-run lead on them. But... I got to tell you, man, they were lighting it up. Jaron Duran hitting a homer. Tommy Pham hitting a homer. They were lighting it up. But, uh, again, it, it just it just didn't go their way. So this is, again, this is how the hitters went. It was it was a pretty good day for the hitters, man. Tommy Pham, two for five with a run on an RBI. Devers, I got to tell you, man, I don't know what's been going on with Devers. I know he hit a solo shot on Sunday, but he, he has been really, really up and down. He was 0 for 4 yesterday. Bogarts was okay, 1 for 5 with two runs. Uh, Verdugo was 3 for 5 with two runs. Uh, JD was one for four. Again, he had the sacrifice fly as well. Eric Hosmer was 0 for two. Bobby D was actually 0 for three as a pinch hitter. Uh, Arroyo was great too. Two for five with a run and three RBI. Ploiecki was one for five. Duran was one for three. And Jalen Davis as a pinch hitter was 0 for one. So it was a pretty good day for the hitters, but the pitching was just bad. And, you know, I've said it countless times in this podcast that I, there is absolutely zero business on why Rich Hill has been pitching. I don't understand it. I mean, the man's 44. He had a 4.75 ERA. You know, his his primary pitch is that stupid sweeping curve. I mean, he only lasted four innings, 68 pitches in four innings. He coughed up seven hits, four earned runs with no strikeouts and a 4.7. Like, that's terrible. And then the other garbage can, Ryan Brazier came out. He was okay. He came out for an inning, 28 pitches in an inning uh, with a 5.1. Matt Barnes came out too. I, Matt Barnes again, another guy that has fallen off significantly. Matt Barnes came out for two at bats. It was twenty-five pitches. He cuffed up a hit, a run, and had a seven-point-four ERA. Another one, um, and then uh, Hirokazu Sawamura came out for an inning, twenty pitches with two strikeouts and a three-point-two. And then John Schreiber came out for a little bit, six pitches, four strikes with a strikeout and a one-point-eight. And then Garrett Whitlock came out. He struggled a bit too many. He came out for two innings. 26 pitches in two innings. Coughed up two hits, uh, one run, and a strikeout with a uh, 3.1 ERA. And then this garbage can as well. Caleb Ort, 26 pitches in, in a little over an inning. Three hits, one earned run with a 9 ERA. And then Austin Davis closed it in the 11th. Another garbage can with one pitch, one strike, and a 4.7. So, I mean, like... That's just bad, right? You don't have any sort of confidence at starting pitching. You don't have any confidence in the bullpen. I mean, when you're putting up seven runs like that, you can't blame it on the hitting. Because the month of August has really just been a pitching disaster for the Red Sox. They've been putting up three, four runs a game. You put up seven runs on a, on a great defense like the Braves, you're not doing anything wrong hitting. You're just, I mean, the pitching is just disgustingly terrible. So now you're three games below 500. And it's really coming to the conclusion that I don't think this team is going to make the playoffs. And I... 
I've been saying that for a while. I, I did, this team has just not been able to find that. But again, they are back at it today. We'll see what they can do. Uh, I believe Nick Pavetta's getting the start tonight. I mean, I know Pavetta has not been anywhere near himself the, the last few games he started in. Um, but uh, let's take a look because the game did just start as I'm speaking. So it's Kyle Wright versus Nick Pavetta. I don't know too much about Kyle Wright, but Kyle Wright this year has been really, really good. He's 13-5 and as a starter with a 3.2 ERA, a 1.1 whip. Uh, he's pitched in 128 innings. He's coughed up 112 hits with 124 strikeouts and 15 homers. So, and, and Kyle Wright is probably like the third or fourth best pitcher on this team. So, okay. Well, um, let's see. Uh, the Red Sox lineup for tonight. If I can look at it with this garbage Wi-Fi. My God. Um, so, yeah, the Sox lineup tonight is uh, Tommy Pham at left, Devers on third, uh, Bogarts at shortstop, Verdugo at right, JD at the DH, Arroyo on second, uh, Reese McGuire at catcher, Bobby D on first, and Jaron Duran at center field. So, again, it looks as though that they're kind of going through that little rotation. It looks as though, I mean, every game it's going to be Eric Hosmer, and then the next game is Bobby Dahlbeck. Same thing with catcher with, with Kevin Plecky and Reese McGuire, but um, really not too much of a change right there. Uh, I was trying to look to see what the uh, hitting career was. So, yeah, okay. So this is everybody on the Red Sox lineup. Their history against Kyle Wright. It's actually not that good. Tommy Pham has an, is 0 for 2 in his career against Pham. Devers is actually 2 for 4. He has 5 RBI against uh, Kyle Wright uh, with one home run. He's actually the only guy in the lineup that's hit a home run on Kyle Wright. Uh, Bogarts is 2 for 4 in his career against Wright. Verdugo was 1 for 6. J.D. is 0 for 7. He's been struck out three times. Arroyo is 0 for 3. And Bobby D. is 0 for 2, as well as being struck out. So not a very good history right there. Quite a long history, though, for the for the Braves lineup tonight against Pavetta. So Ronald Acuna's career against Pavetta, he's 4 for 20. And he's been struck out eight times in his career against Pavetta. Dansby Swanson is 7 for 27. He has four RBI, one homer. But again, Pavetta has struck him out eight times. Uh, Austin Riley is 3-for-9 in his career with 4 RBI, 2 homers, and he's also been struck out twice by Pavetta. Uh, Matt Olson is 0-for-2. He's also been struck out once by Pavetta. Wilson Contreras is 1-for-2 with an RBI, and he's also been struck out once. Uh, Eddie Rosario is 1-for-3 in his career against Pavetta. And then Azuna is 4-for-18 in his career against Pavetta with 6 RBI, 3 home runs, but he's also been struck out 5 times. So there's quite a... Good amount of history right there. So, once again, Sox and Braves tonight, 7 o'clock at Fenway. Kyle Wright versus Nick Pavetta. Well, I, at this point, what do we what do we expect to see? What what, what do we want to see? But um, taking a look around baseball today, again, the other games that ended. The Mets beat the Reds 10-2. Uh, Brewers beat the Rays 4-3. Another tight one right there. Cubs beat the Nationals 4-2. Mariners beat the Yankees 4-3. Yankees?